0: to your home for all the nerd news you need to know welcome to au radio joining this week over at the caterpillar cafe comics corner it's george yay we haven't gotten comics in like two months yeah we still talk about them a little oh no i know at the adventures underground news desk we've got hannah yes over at a desk we haven't come up with a name yet we have beth hey uh hey and of course, on our control panel, it's Sam. That's me. It is you. I, of course, am your plucky sidekick Donnie. This is season two, episode 41. Get to know your cast. Ooh. Ooh, I just love talking
1: about myself.
0: <laughs> much like enthusiasm, mini wows. <laughs> <laughs> so instead sort of a, a a topic this week, I, I copped out and I decided we'd do like a round table th- sort of thing where I'll ask somebody a question. They'll answer it if they choose to, and then they ask somebody else a question, and we'll just keep doing this until you're all bored to tears. How does that sound? That Sounds great. great. Awesome, because wow. I got nothing else. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to start with Beth, since she's the, the the newer person to our crew here. So, Beth, what was your favorite after school activity when you'd get out of school? Did you watch cartoons? what do you do?
2: Uh. I actually, hmm, this is, this is, uh, (laughs) so I uh, was kind of professional, like getting in trouble uh, junior high and high school, so I spent a lot of time, like, smoking in the woods after school, um, and then hiding that i had been smoking in the woods after school.
0: Burying the bodies?
2: Yeah, burying the bodies, no evidence, no receipt. (laughs) So, yeah, that's exciting, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hmm. uh, Beth, we, didn't,
3: we didn't know you had a assorted background.
2: Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Maybe I need to come up with new stories for the podcast. <laughs> uh, let's see. I mean,
4: that's pretty much what I would have said.
2: Right? Uh, I was really good at either getting to or getting out of trouble. That's what I did, like, in teenage years. So... Hmm. hannah what is the furthest place that you've been from washington state
1: oh well i mean i grew up in california um probably mexico mexico yeah i i went there on a family holiday when i was in the eighth grade did you
2: like it are you a tropics girl
1: um i mean so we went in January slash February so it was like the perfect time to go to Mexico like the best season of the year yeah um I really enjoyed it I don't know how much I'd enjoy it like summertime because I'm not a heat person I don't like the hot
0: right
1: <laughs> we we stayed in Puerto Vallarta so it was like nice each side weather the whole time we were there beautiful sunny sandy nice Temperate climate, a little bit humid, but not too bad. Um, let's see, who do I want to pick on? Um, about Annie. Yes. What is the most interesting food you've ever eaten? off-the-wall
0: food? Oh, that's hard, because I've I've ate a lot of interesting food. Um, when I was young, um, I was tricked into eating Rocky Mountain oysters. I was told it was seafood. <laughs> um, I've had gator, I've had rattlesnake, um, I've tried crickets, and a couple other bugs. Um, ostrich is one of my favorites. Ooh. yeah but i i've i've been willing to tr- at least try a lot of different food just because i'd like to say you know i went out you know being at least semi-adventurous with my food um let's see how about sam what Please. is your favorite book and or book series so
4: this is actually a recent uh thing but there is a book series called Elric of Melnibone, and
0: Melnibone. Uh,
4: Melnibone. I think that's how you pronounce it. It's a really uh. strange Frenchish sort of last name, but um, the second book, I'd say my favorite book ever is The Hobbit. Um, but my favorite series would have to be this trippy, sort of multi-dimensional fantasy world that it it doesn't really fit into the the fantasy tropes like you would think Mm -hmm. going into it. It's got like magical swords and magical items, but then it just goes into this just... They're actually I think getting ready to make a a Netflix show on it, Um, coincidentally enough. Yeah, but it's uh, like some people say that Elric is proto-Geralt of Rivia. Um, and In some ways it kind of is. is Yes, more cock. Cool. but it 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 just starts out this fantasy and then it just goes into this crazy multidimensional just trippy you're just like halfway through like some of the books you're just like what am I reading this is amazing but crazy it's like all his other stories that he's written are all kind of connected through this one multidimensional person it's just it's dope
3: nice
4: um george what's up now this is a very serious question Um, and this thing that you would uh, have to choose to fight is bloodthirsty and craves human flesh, but so there's no way to get around it. You have to fight this thing. Uh, but if you had to choose which one you wanted to fight, would it be one horse sized duck or 100 (laughs) duck sized horses? Oh, and and then why? And then why you would have to do that?
3: oh okay so one horse sized duck or a hundred duck sized horses
4: is that, Blood, was that the question yes bloodthirsty and they crave human flesh
3: <laughs> oh you know I um oh man you know that's a really good question did you think of this before the cast
4: no I mean it's a—it's like a meme that was uh, um, like several years ago and I think a lot of people have forgotten about but I always still like to pose it to people to see what they think
3: you know what? I'm gonna go with a hundred duck-sized horses. Uh, the why <clears throat> is that? Um, you know how you, you know there's like all those stories, like um, uh, Gulliver's Travels. Is that the one I'm getting right? Where like, like yeah. the miniature people like, tied down the big guy? I think so. Horses don't have hands; they have <laughs> hooves. Like I'm not worried <laughs> about that kind of a situation happening um so i you know you could probably just like kick them out of the way you know they might bite at your, your heels or whatever but <laughs> if they're ducks then your legs are the only thing you know at, at harm's way yeah uh and then the other part is ducks are terrifying like <laughs> they have they have the most messed up reproductive system i've ever heard of and having a horse-sized duck you know uh member is a terrifying thought coming <laughs>
0: at you in any way shape or form Wow.
4: I, know, I never though. thought about Worses it that are, way, but you're right.
1: Horses are pretty mean though. Like yeah,
3: I hear you. I don't know. That the 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 duck member really throws me away from that situation.
2: <laughs> okay, that's absolutely um, hilarious because I had a roommate once that uh came home when I was in college, came home and she's like, Jude, you gotta you got you gotta Google duck members. And I was like, What? So I did it and I have been scarred ever since.
0: Yep. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. All six so, of our you, listeners right now are googling that, by the way.
2: Absolutely, it's going to be a top search right there. <laughs>
3: you poor souls. <laughs> you, okay, listeners at home, the best way to learn about ducks in this fashion is uh, "True Facts with Z Frank" on YouTube. Check it out.
4: That's where I learned about ducks with him.
3: <laughs> yep. yep. Um, okay, let's see. Um, ooh, uh, let's um, let's say Hannah. I'm going to pick on you. Uh, this is actually, I, I'd be interested to hear what other people's answer is on this one, but I'll pick on you. Um, if you were, uh, classic question, stuck on a desert island, not with not with just like one book or something, but one form of entertainment for the rest of your life, what would that form of entertainment be? It's not limited to one thing. It's like a whole medium.
1: Okay, so... Like, book,
3: video games, what have you
1: form of entertainment. Yes, yes. Depends on if I can get Wi-Fi on the desert island, because I would probably pick digital entertainment, because then I would just have every form of entertainment.
3: (laughs) Okay, assume you have Wi-Fi, and you're kind of cheating with that, but that's fine.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I I would probably, if I had the means to to keep it running, I would probably just pick my laptop. Okay. uh, because I could access books online, I could access movies, uh but more importantly, I could write and keep myself entertained
0: Ah, there you go, and you could google, "Is this berry poisonous?"
1: and I could also <laughs> connect to discord and be like, "Hey, can somebody send out the coast Guard and get me off of this <laughs> desert island uh but if we if I couldn't have digital medium like if i if I just couldn't have you know a, a way to charge my laptop and all of that, I'd probably just pick books.
3: Fair enough. I had a feeling that might be your answer, but I thought it would be worth asking.
1: So the great escape.
2: <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> Beth, I'm curious if you could have lunch or dinner with any historical figure from any point in time, who would you pick and why? Oh man. ha.
2: Oh, that's brutal. Just one?
1: Just one. Just one. Just one. You can't have a dinner Mm -hmm. party, unfortunately. We can't time travel that many people.
2: That would be so much fun. Dinner party would be epic. Right?
1: Um,
0: Say Donner party?
1: uh, I mean, basically the same thing. Oh, okay. (laughs) Honestly,
2: I think... um, It's probably really cliche, but I think the conversations with uh either Albert Einstein or Freud would be really interesting
1: that would be really cool
2: see no I have to have a dinner party because I have to have I have to have <laughs> Darwin too and then um let's see no it's gonna be like a huge dinner party there's, it's there's just, just a one. list you're
1: just it's like just huge... everyone
2: well I think there'd be really interesting like um cross-playing conversation by picking out very very like disparate people and that's the interesting part of conversations to me is when you mix it up where it's not the that everybody's comfortable or everybody's like super on the same uh wavelength about certain topics i think it's really interesting to watch how people handle those conversations sure so that's exciting (laughs) um hmm. let me see Hmm. Uh, hmm. <laughs> George, yes, what is the most annoying habit someone can have?
3: Oh, oh, mm, that's a good one. Um <laughs> Now I'm thinking of things that I think I do that are annoying and trying not to project (laughs) everybody else. (laughs) Um, Ooh, that's a really good one. Hey, I want to ask a question and then get back to that and let it move around in the back of my head. Okay. That cool? Okay. okay. Um, Let's see. Um, Okay, I'm going to forward it to Sam and then we'll circle back. Uh, Sam. Um prolific uh role-playing person as you are in in uh you know recent years and stuff if you could pick your own curated four-person dungeons and dragons party anybody on the face of the planet who would you have at your table
4: wow dude (laughs) i mean i know it's
3: a big one i apologize
4: anybody like ever or
3: like literally anybody alive dead doesn't matter
4: okay Shakespeare would be one. Nice. Um, Genghis Khan. Cool. Um,
1: he'd be a barbarian I'd, for sure.
3: I'd, he'd be a min maxer.
4: <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, Jesus. There we go.
1: Oh, nice. <laughs> Is he the healer? He definitely. No, he's a warlock.
4: Yeah, he's a Is warlock. He? <laughs>
1: Necromancer. <laughs> Necromancer. All
4: right, Genghis Khan, Jesus, Shakespeare. And um, Chatner, uh, I don't know, that's a close one, but I'm thinking crazier than that. Uh, let's go with uh, Homer.
1: Oh, (laughs) wow, he would be like Homer would be the bard. I know, I know Shakespeare is normally a bard, but Homer would definitely be the long winded exposition bard.
4: Yep, oh my god, for sure. That would be um, ridiculous. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. That would be the most fun game ever.
4: All right. I guess, do you want to answer your question now? Or do you want me to ask? Um,
3: uh, damn it. I was so caught up with your question that I didn't think about the other one. Yeah, you I go. i will still circle back. Yeah, yeah, I'm dude, sorry, Beth. Yeah.
4: You came out of left field with that one. Um, Donnie. Yes. If the five year old version of you suddenly found themselves occupying. Uh the body that you have now today
0: <laughs> what would
4: that person do?
0: Cry. <laughs> I have made so many poor life choices to get to this point. A 5-year-old would be so disappointed in what he's become. Um I don't know. I I think he would be somewhat impressed with where he ended up landing from where he was at five. I mean, we have indoor plumbing and electricity, <laughs> and um, so I—I I don't know. That's a, that's a—it's uh, yeah. a give and take thing. Uh, like I said, there's there's a lot of changes I I could and should be making to my life, but in a lot of other ways, I've done a lot of good things to get where exactly I am. So, yeah, it's a wash in the end. So I think I think he'd be mildly disappointed, but also amused with where I'm at. Sweet. Now the 16 year old me would be thoroughly disappointed that I've become so mundane in life.
1: I'll give you that. <laughs> well,
0: like, how and many like people?
1: 16 year old version of any
4: of us. Like really lot, yeah.
0: Yeah, but when I was 16, the the married with kids, and you know, don't party. I I, I because I went from being kind of a party freak to. The thought of actually going out and socializing with people now terrifies me he'd be thoroughly disappointed in my quirks now so yeah oh, well let's see um beth yeah i've got
3: an answer to Beth's question so this oh, is perfect
0: let's go to george um
3: so uh so you were saying like personality traits or was that yeah question?
2: just like like white white thing and noisy what personality trait or like little personal tick or whatever what's the most annoying thing to you
3: um, I'll admit and I think I I think I finally landed on it for sure um, people being needlessly mean I, I just cannot abide that and that's I, it doesn't happen all that much in my world these days but whenever I see it I just get really mad that's one of the only times that upsets that like stuff upsets me is when somebody's just being unnecessarily mean to somebody else
2: gotcha that's a very George thing <laughs> to say
3: <laughs> that's fine
2: Totally see that. All right, Donnie, what's your question?
0: It's good to you, Beth, since I we've heard everybody else's answer to this in, in previous episodes. Uh-oh. What is your TV show or movie that you're most embarrassed to admit that you love that everybody would laugh at you for?
2: Oh my god. oh my god, I gotta think of what I watch when I watch. Uh, I can't. Wait. I was watching it when I got sick in January. It was the No, It's on... either Hulu or Netflix. Um, gosh, I cannot think of the title of it. It's based on... like, a whole chunk of old stories. But in the TV show version, they made it a girl instead of, uh, not grim I think what does it start with an H hold on let me figure this out I'll get back to you on that
0: okay
3: what up want to play the jeopardy song
4: Hannah
2: like monster hunters it's a it's a classic monster hunter story but the the TV episode show or whatever that they put out um they made it a girl and it's like weird futuristic zombie times it's really weird i can't think of what it was but it's so bad so bad so bad
3: that sounds like a great kind of bad though
2: yeah it's it's a good bad and then i was like fever watching it so it didn't make any sense every time i woke <laughs> up i was like i don't know what happened
3: I think my answer to that question was both of the Ghost Rider movies. I actually really like those, even though they're so bad.
2: I don't. I used to love watching B-rate movies, and now I can't like almost stomach them. Like I can't sit through it. Uh, if you've ever tried to go back and watch the original um, Highlander TV series,
0: oh god!
2: <laughs> Max and I were going to do this. We're like, oh, it's it's back when we were in college, so just a couple years ago, and. It was like Christmas break and we were going to rewatch it. We have, he has the entire DVD set, right? So we put it on, we made it literally seven and a half minutes. The graphics were so bad. The acting was so bad. It was so painful.
3: Nice. You want to throw another question out?
2: I'm looking for my answer and I totally forgot about the question. Anyone else has a question, throw it out there while I'm trying to remember what this is
0: what is the worst thing that you did in either high school or middle school oh
1: no oh um, yes <laughs> um the worst thing like like just as a person or like the worst thing like illegal activities because uh how
0: about the thing that you regret doing the most
1: Okay, so not illegal activities.
0: Well, you can regret those. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, Gosh. I, I, okay. It's going
0: to... Now I'm intrigued cliche. about both, actually. Right?
1: <laughs> it's going to be a little cliche uh, and a little sappy. Um, so my dad died when I was 11. So like right as I was heading into middle school, high school, this stuff. And I honestly regret how I treated my mom For a long time after that, because she kind of tried to do what was best for us and ended up moving us to Washington. And I resented her a lot for taking me away from my home and my friends, you know.
0: Where did you guys move from?
1: California, Northern California. Okay. And so I was really not nice to my mom for a very, very long time growing up, like through middle school and high school. Um. I I honestly regret that a lot, like more than anything else that I've done. Just regret not actually taking the time to get to know my mom as much as I could have growing up. Happy. (laughs) I love her. She's an amazing person and she is my whole world now. So hopefully I've made up for it a little bit.
3: I'm sure you have.
1: So moving Um, on from my personal
4: feelings. (laughs)
1: uh george you asked a D question so i have one for you while beth is still finding her show well i just okay. suddenly realized
2: i don't even know my netflix login because i never use it it just signs <laughs> me in i'm like oh shit okay
1: so george in real life if you could like level up one of your skills but you had to decrease another skill for it what would you
3: so pick? We're, we're talking stats on the left side of the page? Yeah,
1: so, like, stats. So if you if you could okay. level up one of your personal stats, but you had to give up points in another stat to do it, what would you pick and buy?
3: Oh, that's a really good question. Um, well, if it was... Okay, so we're talking free, like, I don't have to, like, put in the man hours of, like, the, oh, you trained for two weeks, and now you have another point in this thing. It's just oh, automatic. it's just,
1: like, it's, like, d d magic, like... You found a magic item, and it can increase one stat, but the detriment to it is you have to increase another one.
3: Huh. Okay. Okay. Let's see. Um, uh, I kind of like my brain, so I don't know if I would mess with the uh, mental stats. Uh, But on the physical side, I definitely wouldn't hate having an extra point in strength, because my upper body could use that. Um, And then... uh, like, I was pretty quick when I was a kid. Like, I could do a mile in under six minutes, uh, like, in middle school and stuff like that. But I could probably lose a point of dex. That would be okay. Like, I'm not usually combating things, you know. My AC doesn't need to be super high. Yeah. fair enough. <laughs> uh, actually, though, it's funny. The Beth's question to you, or whoever's question to you, uh, reminded <laughs> me of um, a, a dream I had, I think, when I was a kid. Because I don't think this happened in real life. Uh, but I um, I got in a fight on the schoolyard with like one of my best friends at the time, and, and I punched him in the mouth and I knocked a tooth out. Um, it's very un-George like. Yeah, uh, right. No, and so this is like kindergarten. I'm talking like literally kindergarten. And I think that fear of when I woke up and realized what I thought I had done, I think scared me away from violence for a very long time.
0: So I, I'm going to jump in here then uh, because this is something i actually want to ask you george have you ever been in a fist fight in your life nope okay
3: nope uh i've gotten very very angry and like felt like i wanted to a few points in my life but never never actually went down to throwing fisticuffs
0: oh a wall comes to mind
3: I, I have bought a wall and I lost, but other than that, most, no.
1: Most people lose when they fight walls, barehanded. Yep. <laughs> yep.
3: But yeah, no, I, I'm actually kind of okay with that fact. Like, I, I'm I'm not ashamed of the fact that I've never been in a fight.
0: It's nothing to be ashamed of. That's more on you. I just, picturing you in a fist fight just seems weird. And yeah, it does. actually.
3: <laughs> 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 I, I can only picture myself in kindergarten, and uh, that's the only uh, time that I ever, like, Felt so bad about physical violence against anybody else, and it was a dream.
4: Oh,
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, oh! I guess it puts it on to me to ask the next question, huh? Yes. Um. Hmm. hmm. Um. Okay. Um. If uh, okay. Let's see. Who who is this for? Uh. <laughs> let's see. Sam, you think big Uh, if um, so, we all have made it here to recording this podcast together in life. And, you know, I'm sure we are all at least marginally happy about that. If you could go back and make another life choice, like what would be like the career path that you would have taken if you could go back and do it all over again for free and just be at this point in your life in that position?
4: I would have dropped out of school At the earliest possible moment Okay Because most of it has served me uh, In no way, shape, or form In any productive way Most of it, some of it has But I would have dropped out of school And I would have bought some stocks That I know (laughs) were going to make me a lot of money Uh, And then I would have Basically just been an entrepreneur I don't know exactly then, what I would do, but I would do that thing.
3: <laughs> and then you would sell all those stocks right before coronavirus hit because the stock plummeted.
4: Only some of them did. or most of them did. Some of them did not.
3: Okay. Fair enough. So, so yeah, choose those ones, I guess.
4: Yes. I would have bought Apple and I would have bought Amazon and that's probably all I would have needed. Oh, I would have bought a Bitcoin or two, too, because they were worthless back then. <laughs> now they're worth like nine thousand dollars. Um, but yeah, that's. I mean, I don't know exactly what I would do with that, but I would have definitely. I don't know, maybe made fifth edition before fifth edition was a fit the thing.
1: <laughs> make fifth edition before they could make fifth edition. Yeah.
4: Nice, pretty much, and then just do whatever I wanted.
3: That that sounds like a plan to me.
4: My career would have been make money and then <laughs> party.
3: Uh, uh, as long as I'm invited
4: yeah why not everyone is um (laughs) Hannah if you could make any holiday that would be for real and everybody had to do it what would it be
1: oh gosh (laughs) and everybody had to do it
4: more or less like everybody would want to do it or not depending on what you want it to be
1: Sure. um so it's technically already, like, it's not an official holiday, but they tried to make it an official holiday. I want uh, Wolf and Newt to actually be a thing.
0: What? What do you do? Huh?
1: So, so, well, I believe I'm saying it right. I might have to look it back up. It's, it's called Wolf and Newt, and it's a day to celebrate dogs and how amazing dogs are. And so you, you make meat pies um and you make little meat pies for your dogs and everybody like they they're all decorated in the shape of a moon and you just celebrate the connection that people have with dogs and it's a day to to really enjoy your doggos well, and wolf Newt.
4: wolf Newt. yes wolf that sounds actually what really cool
1: i i yes. think it's a great day i celebrate it every year but, you
4: know. <laughs> when do you celebrate
1: it uh, I always have to look it up on the calendar. I believe it's in September.
4: It apparently has its own website now.
1: Does it have its own? Yeah. Wolfenoot. Wolf
4: uh, it doesn't
1: a Wolf.
4: It was created by a seven-year-old.
1: Oh, nice. It's a, it's a cool, cool, cool thing. Uh, I'm trying to.
4: 23rd of November.
1: There you go. November 23rd.
4: Yep, nope. Wolf Nuke. We should just make it happen. Just do it.
1: I I try every year. I'm like, let's celebrate, and nobody ever celebrates with me. So that's my holiday that I would make official, like stamped on the calendar holiday.
3: Hey, you know what? Bank if holiday. we can all if we can all gather safely together again with our doggos, we should do something for that this year collectively.
1: That'd I be so bring, much fun. I can't bring my doggo, but I can bring the spirit of my doggo because oh, no, he's, right. he's, oh, he's a jerk.
4: My dog is just—he would just have anxiety to death if I brought him out anywhere.
1: Buster would just try and fight everybody else's dogs. Gordian okay, would we'll just for it. treats. <laughs> I got the
3: best it. My dogs can all meet then, I guess.
1: Yes,
2: <laughs> yes. Lots of treats. We could do this. I have to.
1: Like I can bring Buster, but he has to like be by himself. We can all go celebrate with Buster, but but like.
2: Well, we'll make him like the Buster waypoint. You just have to stop over there in the little Buster zone and have a little Buster, you know, pet down and then go to the next zone. I like this. Okay. So you're
3: saying you're saying Buster traditionally social distances?
1: Yes. He practices social distance all the time. Yes. <laughs> Aggressively. Aggressively. <laughs> nice. Hey, so Beth. Yes. If you were in charge, Oh, gosh. Of product development a major fast food chain you got to design the food what abomination would you create
2: oh man oh uh this is good uh it's probably some ridiculous burrito like a five pound burrito that has like cheese sticks nope cheese curds deep fried cheese curds in there some really spicy like uh, carne asada all the stuff like loads of uh, guacamole and some vegetables in there to hold it all together and just just keep adding sauce like a, a queso blanco sauce on it you know, just keep layering it up to solid. you need it once in your life and you'd never actually be able to eat it again you would never eat a whole one except my husband probably could uh <laughs> it, it would be a heart attack burrito no no lie, it'd be something like that. It involves some bacon, you know, all the crap that you're not supposed to put all together in one meal.
3: Like a so, full on baby sized burrito.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. sounds delightful. that's like a family meal burrito right we have to slice it when
2: everyone fights over the only two ends because they're not gonna fall out
1: (laughs) you have (laughs) to eat it with a spoon it's served in a bowl it's like fat kid burrito sushi like
2: it would be amazing and you could just dunk it oh see that's what you could do with the middle slices you can dunk them in tempura and deep fry the middle ones so that the ends wouldn't like all just fall out this is this is gross and amazing
1: love this (laughs) And Where's I remember
2: it? the TV show. The TV show, it's Helsing. Oh my god! Not zombies, vampires. You will have to oh forgive
1: dang. me. I was
4: in like I was in like. <laughs> I mean, he hunts some zombies too, right?
1: They, wait, so so they have a TV show for Helsing now? Yeah, it's a chick. No, oh that's gosh. where
2: like, it deviates. It deviates from all the traditional tellings. And the I have main to
1: go character is out. a
2: chick. There's like a couple of a couple of seasons of it. Uh, the first one is really interesting and then i can't really attest to any of it because i was heavily medicated and like feverish and sleeping at random times so the story makes no sense in my brain i don't honestly Donnie, watch a lot of a lot of tv that's um i'm I'm not huge and i can say it's been so long since i've been to a theater that i can actually say i miss going to the movies and my husband would pay money to hear that just saying
0: (laughs) so with that i think we're going to wrap up this little segment um is there anything you want to ask our our podcast crew write in let us know um write in tell us that you were bored to tears in the segment let us know anything and (laughs) talk
1: to us we're so lonely
0: where were they where were
4: they right into (laughs) that
2: (laughs) <laughs> Isn't that AU radio at ADV Or you can get a hold around. of us
1: on the Facebook page at mm-hmm. uh, AU radio on Facebook and just shoot us a message. That's or probably the message. faster
0: way. Do we have an Instagram too? I, mm-hmm. I yeah, kind of. I don't know who's got access to that thing anymore, but we We're do working have on one. That.
1: We're working um, on that. Facebook right now is the most reliable way to get a yeah. hold of us. If you're one of our uh, Patreon subscribers, you can shoot me a message on Patreon. I do check those fairly
0: regularly. Yeah, we have that Patreon thing. You should check it out. Then we also post some extra content now and then. So, <laughs> and now the news. <laughs> In my favorite story of the week. Right now, as I'm talking, Bill Murray and Guy Fieri are competing in a nacho cook-off on the Food Network's Facebook page. Awesome.
3: Why why are we talking? Why are Are we we not not watching that?
0: (laughs) Um, It will be available on Food Network's Facebook page to watch. Um, They're doing it for charity. And if you ever want to see Bill Murray make nachos, that's the place to do it. Um, In a story that actually dropped just a couple hours ago. Timothy Oliphant will be in season two of the Mandalorian. Oh, wow. And And
3: also Katie
0: Sackhoff. Yeah. Katie Sackhoff. um, Robert Rodriguez will be directing an episode for season two. So it's really shaping up to be quite a season, I think.
3: Yeah, I cannot wait. I mean, the first season is just knock it out of the park. Like such a good show. But I I can't wait for the quality of what's going to come next because did any of you go watch that 420, like, April Fool's Day trailer?
2: No. Oh, oh my God. You,
3: you got to go watch it. I, I Shame on the rest of you for not watching it if you haven't, because it's so funny. It's really short. It's like two minutes. But it, listeners out there, if you haven't seen this video and you're a Mandalorian fan, you have to watch it. Um, it's like a spoofy trailer for season two that's not real, but it looks like they made it just for a joke.
0: i will try to get that up on our facebook page also so you can all can watch it i'm trying to get better about remembering to post our stuff to facebook but i have a lot of things going on right now
1: Um, i feel like that's fair
0: yeah uh the cw has picked up rights to dc universe's swamp thing um i don't know if this means that they just picked up the rights to air the one and only season or if they will be making new episodes but at least it's not completely dead yet, so that's something we can look forward to. Not that I'm
3: complaining, but that seems like an odd fit for that show.
0: Um, they can fold it into their their Arrowverse, I think is what they're going with, even though that show's in yeah, I
3: guess it and, does kind of get pretty dark from time to time.
0: And uh, Stargirl also premieres next week and will be airing on the CW Network, which you can watch for free on the CW app, so...
3: that that that. looks promising it looks like it's gonna
0: be
3: like an all ages kind of an approach to doing like a little bit more of a campy but fun kind of superhero thing um i was watching a little thing about it it sounds like it's spinning out of one of the multiverse crossovers that they had just done in arrow season whatever they're on
0: so that's fun yeah um yeah so that that will be premiering next tuesday or wednesday i'm not 100 sure i think it's tuesday on the the dc app and then it streams the next day on the cw so um go check that out in a story (laughs) that's starting to get more traction oh sorry what was that do you still subscribe to the dc service donnie um actually i do not the uh, one year free thing that i got from warner brothers for doing work for them ended and since I knew HBO Max was basically going to be killing that entire network, I didn't resubscribe everything that I've been watching, which is basically the Harley Quinn show, uh, by the way, season two has been amazing, but I I'm getting elsewhere. Um, everything else, it really wasn't worth, you know, paying money for. Um, I've
3: been thinking about trying it out just for a month or two, just to kind of go through and binge watch everything that they have.
0: Yeah. The, The main thing, because Doom Patrol is going to be available on. On uh, the new uh, HBO Max, so that would be the only thing I would have resubscribed for. Um, Makes sense. I know I've reported that it was dead, but DC reported this week that the new mutants will be heading to theaters in August. So,
1: Okay, DC. Wow.
0: Wait, do you sure. see? no, 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 Marvel. Oh, okay, you're good. Yeah, the, that New Mutants movie—it's been dead and alive, dead alive. I don't know what they're thinking at this point. I'm pretty sure at this point, what it is is they have they have it. They have the rights to it. If it doesn't do well in theaters, oh well. If it does do well in theaters, then they oh, can well. retool it later. Yeah, it's <laughs> honestly. At this point, there is nothing to lose by releasing it in the theaters for them. So, good luck to that. <laughs> Rob Layfield's profit is being made into a movie.
3: Hmm. Uh, you know what? I I know how we mostly feel about Rob Layfield. Uh, there's room in that property for some really interesting stuff to happen.
0: You think so? Um, I thought Profit was such a bland comic, though. No, you're not wrong.
3: But what I'm talking about is um, years and years, like well over a decade after Rob Field finished working on that, um, there was an image uh, comic book creative team like it was back in the day. um, That was a new, fresh creative team that Mm -hmm. took it in a way more like I mean, I know it was sci fi to begin with, but it was like uh, it was almost like a sci fi odyssey. Like it had so much crazy stuff going on that it became a completely different book when that other creative team picked it up. So if they went off of that, you know, second incarnations part of the story, then it could be really interesting. But you know, if they go with the source material from the original, then probably not. And then forget what I just said.
0: Okay. So I binged a couple series this week. Um, There's a new series on Hulu called Solar Opposites by the creators of Rick and Morty. So good. Uh, I was so wanting to check that out. Uh, it is hilarious. I, I definitely recommend it. Um, there is a—you can tell—it's got Rick and Morty all over this thing, as far as you know the the, the type of comedy. It it's so. it
4: reminded me a lot of a couple of video games that they've made. It's it's basically just like the same thing, just different. In a good so way.
3: It, in my mind, when when Justin Roiland was pitching this show. He went in probably with no expectations and just pitched this insane, madcap, crazy, violent story about a family of aliens that's waiting for their like world dominator thing to develop into the world dominator that it will eventually become. And they have a TV family sitcom in the meantime that is so violent and so messed up, but delightful. Like it's like Rick and Morty on 11, but all the time.
0: And for those that you that missed it, Rick and Morty did come back three weeks ago, so we've had three new episodes. Um, I still haven't out. seen those yet either. Yeah, uh, so um, good. Uh, I I really the, the train episode I I really didn't care for it, but
3: oh I okay, so I'm a bit of a fanboy for Dan Harmon and the fact that they brought his story circle in in right. like, a, like a a real way that that just tickled me in a, a fanboy way that I thought was delightful, but that's just me.
0: Uh, it might have been i might have enjoyed the episode more if that wasn't the episode they premiered with after being off for three months
3: i get you know? that
0: yeah i it, for for coming back i wanted more more i guess um another show that i i binged over the weekend um amazon prime has got a, a series called upload which is hilarious um I've got my son into a VR thing recently and this whole premise of this show is the guy uh, basically when you're about to die they can upload your entire your entirety into a virtual reality world where you're you're basically at a hotel and you're paying microtransactions to do the most simple things and basically the tech can wig out like real life it's really funny but it got renewed for a second season um, check it out if you get a chance. It's really funny. Um, let's see what else we got. Oh, this one left my me scratch my head. Hmm. Scarface is being reboot with the Coen Brothers writing a script. What? Oh God. Uh...
3: <laughs> I yeah. Mean, I mean, I do really like almost every single thing the Coen Brothers have done, but that's but an odd Scarface. Scene.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's weird. Hmm. Yeah, it's going to be a weird one. So, okay.
3: Full of bad American admission here, or maybe mm -hmm. not American, bad person admission. I've never seen Scarface.
0: It's okay. Honestly, that one's kind of before most of you guys' time, unless you're really into the whole gangster movement. It's, I didn't really care for it. There are much better movies in that era that I think, I don't know. I'm probably going to get hate mail for that, so um marvel is to shut down their digital comic book shop on june 2nd um if you are into digital comics you can still get marvel comics on comiXology um yeah so. did they say why they're doing that i i'm guessing they're losing money somehow I don't oh, okay that's um, too
3: bad. I wonder what all the people that invested pretty heavily into that service are going to be able to do
0: i don't know that's that's one thing is that and you think about all those little tabs in your, your Marvel comics that says you can get this digital copy free by eight. now they've got this whole library of stuff they've downloaded and they're not going to have access to it so oh well speaking of comics George do you got a recommendation for comics corner this week if you don't that's okay hmm George? I think he's uh fallen off. And we lost him. Yeah. Oh, he I think. ran away. He was
1: like, he... Oh, no, Comics
0: Corner. And he, he... And he, he ran. Who? Was... Hi, George.
3: Hey, sorry. You guys all went quiet. I thought I was just in the chat alone.
0: No, we threw over to Comics Corner to see if you had a recommendation and you hung up on us.
3: <laughs> Everybody went quiet. I thought we lost you in the middle of your sentence. My <laughs> apologies. Uh,
0: go ahead. Throw, throw me the intro again. So do you have any recommendations this week for Comics Corner?
3: Um, You know, honestly, um, one of the most fun things that I have uh, gone and done um, in times like these is uh, go look up all the shows that you've binge watched. And this is just the general to you listeners out there. Look up the shows that you've binge watched recently and see if there is a comic book that it's based on. Um, they've, or I a feel book, like, book. or a book book. Yeah, no, no, totally. Right. You book, comic book, you know, whatever print medium that you can find, um, and give it a shot. Like there's a reason that these things get adapted so frequently these days. Uh, one of those reasons is that it's easier to adapt something than create original product. But two, like there's so much content out there these days that the stuff that actually make it to the screen generally have a pretty good reason for being there. Like the source material generally, I mean, it's funny, like Beth was mentioning the Helsing, which is, you know, a TV adaptation of some other thing, whether it was a movie or some other thing. But the source material usually gives, you know, some kind of motivation for an audience to be there for that thing. Um, the things that come to mind to me most recently are uh, Lock and Key for sure, Umbrella uh, Umbrella Academy um god i i know i'm not thinking of a lot of the ones that are out there um i watched altered carbon that's a book series uh that's an amazing show and i'm sure the book is awesome
0: so speaking of lock and keys that one kind of fell through the cracks while while everything started happening with us and you went on vacation for a bit did you feel that lock and key lived up to the, the comics
3: so i i have heard from other people somewhat mixed reviews um I personally, I loved it. And I've watched it twice all the way through. Um, the The characterization, like the characters, are the most important thing in that story to me, other than all the crazy fantastical fantasy stuff. But I feel like they got the characters down, like from their voices that I heard in my head in the show. They cast them well. Um, the kid they made Bodhi knocked it out of the park. I loved that little kid. Um <laughs> And the fun fact is he's the only thing of that exists in the show other than the creators of the comic book that made it from its first iteration of being developed into a TV show to the actual final screen like they cast him first and he's the only one that they kept. Oh
2: I adore Bodhi. I had never heard anything of these stories or whatever and Max was like, hey, we gotta watch this and I binged all the way through everything that was available in like three days and it was amazing and I'm just waiting for the next
1: season. uh, That is... Go ahead. I was gonna say, I I didn't get to read all the way through Lock and Key. Um, I think I made it to the end of the second book. Um, Just money. I don't have money to take it home Um, but from what I read versus what I saw I thought they did a great job adapting it
3: so that goes down that is in my uh, never ending top five favorite comic series like all time so good so good and the fact that I can say that and thought they did a good job on the show I think says something at least from a fan you know fan point of view great
0: um some Disney Plus news. Muppets Now will be preparing on Disney Plus this summer. So we get a new Muppet show.
2: Yay. I love Who's
0: Muppet. leading that? you know? I don't. Um Nothing. I didn't think they were going to get a new Muppet show after the the ABC show got canceled the way it did. I I thought we were going to get a break for a while unfortunately. I loved I loved the last incarnation of the Muppet show that was on ABC. Um I never so, thought that Really, it was funny. I mean, it it really wasn't meant for kids, but there's oh, a lot of you know, adult humor in there.
3: You know what? I think I started watching that, but I, I lost track of it. Do you know where you can watch that?
0: I don't to be honest with you. Okay. Um you That's might check right. if there's I don't I don't know. I'm wondering if Disney will they might bring it to the Disney Plus once they start pushing them up some more. We'll see. Also be- Um, We talked about it on a previous episode that Disney Plus or Disney in general had acquired the theatrical movie rights for Hamilton. Um, They've decided to we've decided they've decided to release it July 2nd on Disney Plus. I'm a little apprehensive about this because there is some things in Hamilton that I don't know if Disney Plus is going to let fly or if they're going to censor the theatrical which would be I really
1: hope that they don't. I, th-
0: I, I do too, but it, to keep their promise that it's a PG only platform, they're going to have to cut some stuff, I think.
3: Oh, you Mostly. know, that might be the reason that they don't bring that Muppet show over. If it no, that like was. A
0: humor. Yeah, it, no, it was the humor. It, it's like a lot of the, the old school cartoons where there was some very adult jokes, but it went way over the kid's head. It was that like type just of stuff. And stuff like yeah, that. yeah, that type of stuff.
1: Hamilton has some really not PG stuff. Uh,
0: Exactly. That's that's what I'm worried about because they'd have to cut some chunks out.
1: I mean, the whole like "say no to this song" like that's gone. Yep. Can't can't do that.
3: So So, did did they consider the Mandalorian PG? I mean, I guess there's not language, but it seems like a little bit more violent than they normally have. I mean, it's Star Wars, obviously, so people
0: die, but and honestly the, the the dying isn't overly gory usually it's when
4: they really shot the jawas they, they literally just poofed into like sparkly
0: dust yeah mm-hmm. it was, it was yeah, it's the furthest thing
4: from violent i've ever seen
0: dude the whole jawa scene where they're riding along on that sand crawler that was so funny um oh here's a big story at least for some of us old-time video gamers Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 is being remastered and released September 4th.
1: (laughs) Wow.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually going to probably pick that up. Pro
1: Skater Game
0: Day.
4: They just released Halo 2 uh, with like the remastered edition of it. Yeah.
0: And we just did uh, Final Fantasy 7 got remastered. Yeah. And honestly, the, the last few Pro Skater games were garbage. So just to redo the first two for. For modern age and modern graphics, I think it's going to be cool. Um, they're keeping all the original soundtrack, all the original sights. They're adding some extra stuff to it, um, and they're releasing it on Tony Hawk's fifty first uh, birthday. So, happy birthday, Aww. Tony!
3: I'm uh, going to hold up through, through the third one's remake. That was my that was my first pro skater game.
4: I had a demo disc I got from like uh, EB Games, and it came with uh, the second one. And it was so cool that I just never bought the game because it was, yeah, you had like two skaters and two, you know, skate parks, but it
0: had all the tricks. So
4: it was, it was like,
0: all right. Yeah. My wife, she worked at Blockbuster for like a decade and she would always bring home the pro gamers with the the demo discs. And there were so many good demos that you never really had to buy the full game. Yeah. It would
4: like come with like 20 demos on. And then I would just sit there and I would just play through each one.
0: That's yep, why they stopped giving them missed out. I those discs. Yeah, so they lot. were awesome. Um, Matthew Lillard said he'll be returning for Scream 5. So there's How that. <laughs> um, Nev Campbell's already signed on for it. So I'm kind of looking forward to it. Out of all the horror movies, that's one of the the, the series that I've really kind of liked over the years. It's just because they're kind of goofy. Um, But yeah, that should be out whenever movies come out again.
3: That dude uh, is way into d and I, I love that guy.
0: Uh, speaking of Matthew Lillard, in kind of an offshoot sort of way, I watched the new Scooby-Doo movie today, uh, Scoob. And I'm not a Scooby-Doo fan in any way, stretch of the imagination, but this movie was so good. Um, wow. I, yeah, it, it was such a good story, and it was cute. I even cried at one point. Uh, wow. Yeah, it's available for streaming. I think Amazon Prime's got it. Um, If you need something for the kids to watch, um, it's got some really amazing callbacks. Uh, The Blue Falcon and Dino Mudder in it. Uh, Captain Caveman makes an appearance. Duke Dastardly is in it. Uh, It's just, there are so many callbacks to old school, wacky racer characters. It's a a great movie. I definitely recommend it checking that one out i'll be honest uh, i was not expecting that when i saw the ad right and honestly watch the trailer it's just cute it, it shows how scooby and shaggy met in the trailer it's just adorable but my kid loved it and anytime my kid will sit for an entire movie and not go meh i i appreciate that too so um Disney announced that the Atlantis Lost Empire cartoon will be getting a live action remake, which out of all the live action remakes, this one makes sense to me. So I think this will be a cool movie if they do it right.
3: So kind of in the way that they've done like Jungle Book, uh, Aladdin and all those ones.
0: Yes, yes. I'm so, here oh,
1: for it. I Atlantis is one of my absolute favorite movies and it's right? so underrated and not enough people are psyched about it. I'm I'm hesitant on the casting because Disney usually lets me down on their casting.
0: <laughs> but, I don't know, with the live action reboots, they, they tend to go for a lot of unknown stars and then like one big star to to carry the entire movie and then a bunch of nobodies around him. So we'll see how right. I mean, we'll see and the final story I got, Anne Rice's Vampire Chronicles and the Mayfair Witches will be going to AMC as series here shortly. So,
2: eh.
0: uh huh.
2: <laughs> I don't know. She lost me. I'm like, I'm a hardcore Anne Rice vampire person. Like, that's vampires. It's not the glitter people, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. But she I mean, she lost me a few years ago when she dropped off and took a very drastically different personal direction and got very strange and then suddenly she's back to the vampires again and i just i don't know can't commit to that
0: anymore i'm like so "Mm." amc does solid series at least and that's what my hope is is these series will end up being really solid things to watch and as long as they don't go like the true blood route i think the vampire chronicles (laughs) could be really cool we'll see
1: I just have a really hard time supporting anything that gives Anne Rice more money. I know. I get that. I get that
0: a lot, to be but honest with you.
1: It's been a long time since anybody has given me any good vampire content. So.
0: <laughs> Truth. Oh, What, hey, what hey, We Do dude, in the dude, Shadows Season dude, 2 is out right now. <laughs> you just no, need to do it, Donnie. That huh? show... I, it's so it actually
1: funny. actually tried watching that and i'm not honestly a fan of it
0: so did you watch the did you watch the mockumentary or do you actually watch the television series
1: i was watching the television series like the okay. actual what we do in the shadows series okay um i don't i don't know what it is about it um i i tried i got like eight nine episodes in that's like
3: most of the first season, I think.
1: Yeah. I I chugged my way through almost. I didn't quite end the first season, but I got most of the way through it, and I just don't like it.
0: Well, it's not everybody's cup of tea. That's true. It's a
3: weird blend of vampires and British humor.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Poor Guillermo. Uh,
3: actually, sorry, no, New Zealand humor. New Zealand humor.
0: Yeah. See, I didn't really care for for the the mockumentary that it was based on. I I couldn't get into that, and Everybody that that I know loved the the original mockumentary. So yeah.
3: uh, I think part of the reason I like it so much is not that it's like a true vampire show, but it is like absolutely dripping with Taika Waititi and Jermaine Clemens' like sense of humor, yes. just dressed up as vampires. Which uh, that's like I they had me wet at the names of the two people that created the show. I was gonna like it almost no matter what. That's fair.
0: Hannah, are you the one that posted the picture of Techie Matini with uh, Hemsworth and uh, Loki taking a nap nap
1: nap on the the couch? Yeah.
0: Yes. That was adorable.
1: That wasn't the cutest thing ever.
0: That was. I felt bad for (sighs) whoever took the picture and got caught afterwards.
1: It was. um, (laughs) Oh, gosh. uh, uh, Oh, Ruffalo. Yeah. He's the one that took the picture.
0: So we should probably start wrapping this up. Um, Join us next week. We will have the Quins on and be doing another Board Game Boulevard episode for y'all. Maybe. So that'll be episode three, four, three,
1: three.
0: I think I don't know. I'm old. I forget things. They're
1: all blending together at this point. It's been so long. Right.
0: (laughs) Honestly, I so I've been off my real job for. Over three months now, and okay. I'm starting to lose track of time in general. time like is
1: like, a construct, so, you know, right?
0: And honestly, I haven't <laughs> like. I I went to the shop yesterday to pick up some books for my kid, and I'm just outside banging on the door. Let me.
3: No
0: <laughs> so hopefully, things will get back to normal here soon for everybody, including us. Definitely
1: but, not the only one banging on the doors. <laughs>
0: Uh, Sam, thank you for everything you're doing this week. Yes, Beth. Once again, thank you for being on the show. Always a pleasure at what point do we get to call her a regular Hannah?
1: um, as soon as she starts wanting to be on all the time every time every, every
2: time. time. I have a commitment of her. I can ride this guest thing out for years.
1: <laughs> she, can be, she can be our regular guest,
2: regular guest. I like that. I can handle that. Mm. I can commit to that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hannah, of course, as always, thank you for doing all of the hard work. It's Donnie, George,
3: I'm going to take a moment to be cheesy and thank everybody for listening. That is still hanging out there with us and <laughs> holding on and doing their thing. We we seriously do appreciate you guys and and hope you're all safe and happy and and doing okay. And thank you, Donnie.
0: Of course. Um, I'm going to do my darndest to be on next week. I'm going in for some major surgery on Monday, and we'll see how I feel come Thursday. But if not, the rest of the game will be here to lead you on. And with that, folks, we are out of here. Nothing can kill the Grimace. Nothing can kill the Grimace. Nothing
3: can kill the Grimace.
2: You've been listening to AU Radio. Music is provided by Covey and Bensound.com. Views expressed do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Adventures Underground. AU Radio Podcast is a production of Adventures Underground. Copyright 2018. All rights reserved.